What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. We're back. We're on Ephesians chapter 2, talking about God's good grace towards us, how he is giving us good things to do to walk in, how he is transforming us from a dark life to a, a life of light and love. Man, this is great stuff that Paul's writing. And so let's continue on. We're on chapter 2, verse 11 through 13. If you haven't uh, read it yet, stop the tape here, check it out, see what we got, come back, and we'll answer the four questions. If you've already asked the four questions, let's go ahead and jump into it. So what is Ephesians 2, 11 through 13 saying? Paul goes back to reiterate the same thing that he was saying in chapter 2, verse 1, except now he is expressing it um, specifically towards the Gentile people. Uh, towards the people who were in Ephesus that are not uh, of Hebrew descent. He says, remember that you were formerly uh, being uh, Gentiles in the flesh. He says, being called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision in the flesh, made by hands. Now, what's unique is made by hands is actually kind of a derogatory term. It's used in the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation of the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures. And when it's used, it's often used in conjunction with idols. It's like, or these are things that are made by hands. And what idols actually mean in, in some of the, the um, Hebrew words, it is worthless. Like that's what uh, idol means. And so this word here is um, kind of Paul saying that, this circumcision that they have is worthless. He's like, uh, they're calling themselves a circumcision, which kind of give them a status or a, a position above others is what they would think because they were part of the family of God before the Gentiles were. Well, he's saying that this circumcision that they had uh, made by hands is worthless. It's worthless. A little short note there. But then he says, um, that you were uh, at that time, and this is the toughest part right here. He's he's going to go deep in detail about the hopelessness that the Gentile people had. It said they were without Christ. They were strangers from the commonwealth of Israel or the people of God, I think is what Paul is trying to say here. And then he's saying that they were also strangers from the covenants of promise, like the things that God had said he would do, the things that God had promised the people of Israel, his His people, his chosen possession, they were not a part of. It says without hope and godless in this world. And so uh, he's really saying, because you got to understand that they weren't really um, what you would call atheists because they believed in all sorts of gods. But the one true God, the the only God that is actual, the one who was real in existence, they were without him. So they were godless. And so um, that was the plight of their life. But God, <laughs> we said that last time. And it says here, it says, but now in Christ Jesus, now in Christ Jesus, he says, those who were far were made near and it was by his blood. So that's a powerful thing. And uh, that blood is the, the atonement, the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. That is what draws us near. That is what makes us a part of this community that God is uh, pouring himself into. That he said he is what he said he's filling up to the fullness. Yeah, so that is what we get to be a part of. But remembering 
what we were before is what Paul has us uh, to do. That's his command towards us, because that is a command. The word is, therefore, remember. It's a command for us to do that this is the situation that we are in. This is the plight that we were in. So what can we say about uh, God in these scriptures, man, that he made us near? God made us near through Christ's sacrifice. He gave up his son. He gave up his son so that we might have a life in him. That's That's got to be some enormous love and sacrifice that he does for us to be a part of him. And as man, I think uh, it says that we're without hope, that there's, there's no way that we can cross this chasm that we have built between us and God. There's no way that we can mend the, uh, the, the breaking or the burning of the bridge that we did between God. The only way that we can reach him is through him. The only way that we can reach him is because he made a way. We were without hope, strangers to the community of God, alienated actually is what it says from the community of God, that we were foreign from the community of God, strangers to all these promises that he made. But what is the application? I think the, the strongest application, I believe, is to remember our past, because that is how we find that we can have joy and love now. Because if we remember who we were before we knew God, well, what, is that, what does that say about the God that we have? That means he loves us. To be able to do the things that he did so that we might be reconciled with him, that means he has a great love for us. And if he has a great love for us, then that should give us overwhelming joy, overwhelming happiness, overwhelming contentment and peace that someone loves us that much. And so remember our past, not that we dwell on it in the sense of how bad we were, but in remembering the past, we recognize our position in the family of God. I appreciate you guys for listening and I will see you in the next episode.